Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us back at it again with that tasty footnote goodness. We got Jennifer Bartlett. Hi, guys. What was so funny, but she's cracking up already. And we got Robbie Troyle. Hello. He's laughing at Jen. And then, of course, Logan. I'm here. It's me. He never laughs. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about laughter. I'm going to do this entire episode without laughing once. That's my new goal. That Deadpan. Sounds awful. Deadpan face the entire time. The reason I was laughing is Bueller. because my Bueller. mom called it footnoty goodness when Did i was she really yeah she's like i was like mom don't say that that's gross she's like logan says it all the time and i was like he's that doesn't make it any less gross probably no it's still weird and gross fantastic <laughs> you do you mama bartlett footnoty goodness it is <laughs> <coughs> it's been uh crowdsourced and everything let's press on I don't know who crowdsourced it. But nevertheless, we are talking about the Psalms today. We are living in the Psalms. One out of two Bartlett's are all about footnote goodness, so. Oh, good grief. Is that like nine out of ten dentists recommend? <laughs> yes. Okay. Would you like me to pull the rest of the Bartlett's? I do. I actually want to know this now. <laughs> <clears throat> How do the rest of the Bartlett's feel about footnote goodness? How does Papa Bartlett feel? I bet you he thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> he seemed he seemed like a good sort of chap, so <laughs> I imagine I imagine that'll go over real well. Nevertheless, we'll keep you all updated on that. You didn't want us to, but we're going to. Uh, all right, so Psalms today. We were talking, yeah, because uh, we didn't re- we don't really have a lot of whiz bang nerdery for you today, <clears throat> unless we come upon some. Uh, little, uh, sign from God, maybe, where we're just like, <laughs> huh, struck by some wisdom, but in knowing our crew here, that's unlikely. So wisdom is about as uh, easy to come by as rain in the desert. So we'll just cry <laughs> for a little, uh, a little Hoshana, a little Zedekiah here, and maybe God will rain down some wisdom. If not, I am so sorry. You can just listen to this one on three times speed and we'll sound like a bunch of chipmunks. It'll be even better. Uh, Psalms. We are because you were using this. We were talking. This is an. I'm gonna be honest. This was an odd sermon in my mind. This entire series. Uh, we started off. You know, we were going through the last week of Christ, and and I was expect like I kind of all right. We're going through the last week. I had expectations of how it would go, and without fail, halfway through the sermon series, it took a left turn in my mind. I was like, these are not turning out at all how I expected them to. We are we have once again found ourselves doing something not wildly different, but just varied from what my expectations were. Uh, not a bad thing. It's just what it is. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and so we come to Palm Su- we come to uh, Palm Sunday, which became Psalm Sunday. And uh, once again, we're killing Christ on Palm Sunday. Hashtag two out of three for Mission Ridge. So good good on us, I guess. That's almost a tradition uh, to go over the crucifixion on Palm Sunday. Fantastic. 
And and then on top of that, where it was, it, it's not your normal like passion, uh, like going over the crucifixion, right? That's going to be more of our Good Friday service, and we didn't want to tread on each other's toes there. You specifically uh, had had mentioned like, what are you doing for the 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 Good Friday? Yeah, we'll you weren't going to use anything. Different. Yeah. <clears throat> now we're not completely different because we are using the the uh, Psalm twenty two. Uh, that'll be part of our readings there, but uh, it'll just be reading it. And so you you kind of focused in on the on this, the, the it, and suddenly on Tuesday we're talking about worship. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the notes we have on the board. This is a worship sermon. What are we doing? <laughs> it was not. I'm laughing. I, I, I have not. I've not succeeded. No, nope. it was close, but you know, nevertheless, uh, we're we're talking about worship. We're talking about the death of Jesus, and it's somehow a worship sermon, which I found wildly ironic. But nevertheless, it worked out. Mm-hmm. I loved where it went. It was just really not what I was expecting. I don't. I don't know, like some Life of Brian stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um... I don't like. I. So when I found out that Billy Graham would would preach the same sermon, he would take that one sermon and go town to town to town to town and would preach the exact same sermon. I'm like, that made me mad. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You know, at the time I was I was pastoring three retirement homes and I would spend an inordinate amount of time every every week writing a sermon, you know, and, and I was doing that by myself, which is harder. Like what we do here where we have a number of people that are just kind of speaking into, well, what about this? And don't forget about that. And if you say this, you know, that's going to be confusing. And let's, you know, let's change that up a little bit. I didn't have that 20 years ago. And so I just, I, I can't go grab a sermon off the shelf and go, well, this is what I said two years ago. And, and I'll just, you know, blow the dust off of it. And, and yeah. Um, Look at it; it's beautiful. And so, <laughs> sermony goodness. I w- I was originally going to just talk about Psalm twenty two, but I'm going. I can't assume people walking in off the street know the story, mm-hmm. even know why we're talking about Psalm twenty two. Like it just, I can't just say, "Hey, Jesus was on the cross," and and Psalm twenty two. Let's go. Um, so, so that kind of shaped how I did that and then I I've I really had to uh figure out how I was going to include the the story and do that in such a way that was tangible for people but not have that be the main thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then also like mm-hmm. kind of like Psalm 22, it's interwoven. I, it was it was really complex. I it was more complex than I think I would have anticipated mm-hmm. before I decided to sit down and start typing away. But I I think what really shaped this sermon for me was. Worship really took on a, a completely different mode for me uh, a couple years ago. 
there's been a number of times where I've opened up the Psalms and and got on my knees and just cried out to God using the words of David mm-hmm. to help me do that. Sure. I didn't I didn't see that as worship at at those times necessarily. I didn't I didn't I wouldn't have said, "Well, I worship the Lord today," you know. Um mm. it just that's when we talk about worship I think we think in terms we automatically gravitate towards celebratory. Mm-hmm. At least that's my experience. Yeah. And so even though songs like It Is Well With My Soul, uh, even if those kinds well, of songs are not... Right. It Is Well With My Soul is even a... Most people, you you don't use that as a... We don't sing that as a lament, right? No, it's... In, it's, in the church, most of... It's a flat, right? It's it's in... it's. I mean, it's in, it's in major. Like, it's a major key. Is um, it, is, oh, it's not flat? It, well, flat flat is just... It, flat, you, that you... you your your musical theory is showing here. Okay. Uh, so you got you got major songs which sound happy. Okay. Do me so, and then you got minor songs that are sad sounding. Oh. Do me so. Right. They're built on this minor chord. It's a sad yeah. chord. Um, and, and that's your your home base sounds sad. So is it a minor or is it a major? <clears throat> it's in major. It's in major. It as well is in major. Always. Yeah. Really? I mean, you could do it in minor, but it would sound real weird. Huh. There's a guy on YouTube that takes popular songs and turns them into yeah. minor. Major to minor? Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. Oh, I've, uh, so I've heard that. I thought it was a minor song, not a flat. I thought it was a nope. minor song. Nope. Okay. It's, uh, it, 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 is in, it is in major. So I convert Happy Birthday to You into a minor. <laughs> Every time. You convert it into something. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday in minor is actually kind of beautiful, uh, but but in minor doesn't necessarily always mean that it's it, it's not like you can't have a sad song that's you know um, in major. Uh, we with that the one of the one of the songs that we use all I can say. Uh, we're we're singing it this for Good Friday actually. Right. Um, you know that one like that that's a lament in, in so many so many ways. Sure. Uh, but it, it's in major. It's not like you can't have a sad, lamenting song that's in major. Yeah. That's it's not like all, yeah. always the case. But most of the tone of our worship, I'm taking broad strokes here. But uh, right, you know, I, I I really honestly, it's not too broad of a stroke to say that the majority, if not almost all, of the worship music that we use within the church is. Much, much more on the celebratory side, and even let's take it as well with my soul, right? Um, like it's it's saying even though all of this stuff is not great, it is well. I'm still okay. It's right. it's this positive spin, which isn't like the, the it's not like that's any less valid. Whatever Psalm 22 does that, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's it's got this this happy resolve kind of. Uh, so it, it's not like that's that's not valid. However, the the lacking of there are you know there's there's a lacking of emotional um, range, the emotional spectrum that our our modern modern worship goes through. And when I say modern worship, I mean yeah, our modern praise tunes, but even hymns. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of hymns that are laments. Right. Uh, there's there's 
maybe more that are lamenting, but still not that many. Right. Uh, at least that I've come across. If you know of a lamenting hymn, info at Mission Ridge, send it to me, because I love that stuff. Um, What's the Tori Kelly psalm? She psalm? does a setting of Psalm 42. Psalm 42 that drives you nuts, because... <sighs> it... Whew. Step on that soapbox. <laughs> I love that psalm. That is like, well, is giving away my my answer for Jen's question later. But that's like my favorite psalm, Psalm forty two, forty three, right? Uh, and uh, she she does this setting, and, and I'd been looking for a setting of that psalm, you know, musically because it, it's just so baller, it's so good. Uh, and I pull it up, and it, it's just this, it's so positive, and that is not what that psalm is. <laughs> it's not. It's an angry psalm. It's a It's a depressed, it's, it's crying out, and she takes, like, the three positive lines, and it makes that the entire thing. I was just, so you need someone like Tool or... Yes. You want it to be... I. It, you want grit to it. I, if you're going to set Psalm 42 to music, it should probably be Alice in Chains. <laughs> that better have some tritones in it, dang it. It, it, it that like that it needs to have that because that's what the that's what the psalm has. It has this breadth of emotion and a lot of our a lot of our worship does not have that within uh within our our compendium of songs to the point that if we are in a season of lamenting, what do you turn to? We have a hard time turning to we we think we're not worshiping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exa- exactly. We think that the process of lamenting, the, the process of of crying out in anguish mm-hmm. is not worship and it is. Yeah. Right. It, this is stat off the top of my head from a couple years ago. I this is this is really kind of a soapbox for me of minor use in worship. And and that's you you I mean you go to Mission Ridge and you're gonna hear some minor songs. I've specifically that we use some minor tunes um, because of this reason. But I went through the top hundred, uh, the top hundred worship songs or the CCLI top hundred for the last twenty five years. Which there's oddly enough not that much turnover in those from <laughs> year to year. One a little depressing, but two, all right. So consistency's good, I guess. Uh, there's maybe like 125, 150 songs that have been in the top 100 for the last 25 years, uh, if I remember off the top of my head correctly here. Of those songs, I went through to figure out how many were minor. Of those songs, I think two wow. were written in a minor key. One of them was Awesome God. Which is technically in in minor, although the the melody like kind of flips in the uh, in the chorus. It goes to that, you know. Which if you, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Which is a banger tune. Like mm-hmm. absolutely, that thing slaps. Like that was one of the first ones I did as a kid uh, in the old Methodist church. There, we thought we were really cool. Uh, <clears throat> that's a cool song, but 
once again, not really all lamenty. And we think of minor as being sad. That's how much we stay away right. from those feelings, mm-hmm. from the from that. That's that's the emotional handicap that we've put on ourselves. Yeah. Right. We're we're foot binding ourselves with our worship music and not letting you know we got we got these bound up feet and we can't you know run because we're afraid of this lamenting aspect and how do you when when life gets difficult how do you worship through that yeah by throwing on your happy jesus music i don't know about you i hate doing that yeah i won't do it well i won't do it i can't that's it's inauthentic to me so uh, for us as a family a number of years ago we we went through this season and I've talked about this in sermons. I probably talked about it on footnotes, but the season where over and over and over and over again we were we were going to the ER. We were taking one of our two youngest to to the ER. Uh, I was my youngest. I would have to admit to the hospital. We we had eighteen months where we had at least one emergency one emergency surgery every month in Seattle when we lived in Moscow and no and we had 30 surgeries within that 18 months mm-hmm. and that was our youngest two different days I uh, checked my mom into the hospital and then drove to Seattle from Coeur d'Alene to check my youngest into the hospital wow uh I lost my dad during that time frame, and then later, uh, 14 months later, I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. And and we we were losing connection with our community because we were gone so much. I was trying to be there for my mom and my brother as much as I can in the midst of being in Seattle and, oh, by the way, just getting home and putting Humpty Dumpty back together with the, with the rest of our kids and and then running up to uh, Coeur d'Alene from, from Moscow most weekends when I wasn't in Seattle. And it just felt like I was a punching bag. Mm-hmm. And then... My mom passes. We have just a little bit of a lull. And then our youngest gets bacterial meningitis. And Jasmine had to be, Jasmine goes by B now, B had to be uh, airlifted to Seattle. And I was told to anticipate an eight-week stay in Seattle, and I lost it. And I don't know what the time frame was for us having a staff retreat. Uh, It was, I think it was just before that time. Hmm. And... I bawled through every song. Mm-hmm. 
and when I when worship music is playing, I don't I'm not always singing the song. Sometimes I'm having a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so to me that's how I can lament in the midst of it. Sure. If the song like like God, I know this is what I know this is true about you, my circumstances and I can have an honest conversation about my circumstances. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In absolutely. the midst of the song, I'm <clears throat> having my conversation with God. If I'm not singing it, then I'm having it's it's leading to this conversation of you know this is what's real. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. And there were so the staff retreat happens. So my, I lose my mom. Staff retreat happens. And then uh, B ends up in, it, it only ended up being six weeks. But uh, at Seattle Children's. Uh, with meningitis, yeah, almost six weeks of fever. Oh my gosh! And that staff retreat, and the the, the ability for me to just absolutely break in front of everybody as a staff, and the worship, and just let all pour out. Mm-hmm led me to just continue to work like I that and and we actually um our lead pastor at that time and his wife uh they wanted worship to be something different like they'd been leading that because it was making a difference in how they were facing some challenging things for them and and they wanted the staff to be able to experience that and and really kind of embrace that too. And so that's when worship, like Psalm 22 and Christ on the cross, became something uniquely different for me. Yeah. And that really birthed this conversation. No, it's... Yeah, and you you had a... You had a, a point in there... That was excellent. Um, see, even though, even though the worship is maybe positive, affirm you know affirmations of who God is, or you know, it's it. Uh, I'm gonna throw a, like glorious day, right? Mm. Probably not feeling glorious day at that moment, but you can, and I, I think this is a characteristic of more mature believers. You can say, "I know this is true about you, God." I'm not feeling it right now, but I know this is true, and so this is the this is the promise that's out there, and you're able to have that conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's there I, there's a a shift in maturity of belief that facilitates that, and the ability to worship in that. And as we're discipling people, that part of part of the, your growth as a Christian is learning how to do that. Um, you know that that's and there there there's so there there are many songs that can be good in that sense, right? Um, that are that are fantastic for that. Yeah. Um, and really any song. Caveat: There's probably some that just don't work. Um, <laughs> however, there there are many songs 
that can work in that in that manner. Right. Um, but that's still not a, it you know, we still lack a little bit of the uh we don't have a lot that probably just cry out to God and say, Life sucks right now. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um I have a few. I have a few. So so what is what is that worship song that's significant to you guys? I think this is a good time to talk about about that. Uh you know, that shifts for me um from season to season. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I, I've I've had all day to percolate on this and I still don't have a great I really wanted to have like it boiled down to a couple. Well, what are those? Just one of those, some of those seasons. Uh, you know, and it it wrote it rotates a lot. Like it, this could be a this could be a month by month thing for me. Um, and a lot of it, for me, music, the lyrics aren't necessarily, um, the most important part. Right. Um, instrumental can be just as. Uh, worshipful to me, or if not more, sure. Um, that that's a that's a huge thing. Um, so that 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 can play into it somewhat. Uh, but like uh, this last year, um, rattle was a was a big one um, by Elevation. We haven't done that yet. Um, I don't know if I know it. Yeah, it's 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 a banger. It's so good. Um, well, it's coming. We'll do it sometime. Uh, we'll do it when, when the time's right. But, uh, uh, it's just, it's big. It's big. Um, there's been, I mean, the, all I can say for much of 2019 was, I can't even tell you how many times I listened to that thing. Like mm. so many times, yeah. Um, so that yeah that that's that's another one. Uh, sweetly broken. Oh yes, so uh, good. Which, oddly enough, I that that one's that one's coming up on Good Friday too. Um, that's a uh, that was one for years and years, and I I I come back to that. Um. That's that's one of the older throwback ones that I use, leading people at least. Um, that's a that was a that was a real important one for me. Mm. Um, so that that was like the first one that I performed. Like I remember playing that one at the high school um, for like a talent show uh, back in high school. And yeah, it was one of the first ones that I led as a as a teenager. Uh, so there's there's a little nostalgia tied in with sure. the, the experience of that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> Maybe so. even some of the things that you were experiencing then, that when those kinds of experiences resurface, sure, you know, or or, or feels like that experience. Yeah. Um, Rich, yeah, to a degree. Rich Mullins, "If I Stand" is one of those songs that uh, really kind of saw me through a, a very challenging time, and uh, twenty five year, twenty six years ago now. Um, and so when I, you know, sometimes the song comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, good song. And then sometimes it's like, boom, 
<laughs> like it just nails me. Just lights you up. Yeah, John Foreman. Uh, just about everything that he writes, I throw into a, into my worship list. I mean, I could sometimes I'll just listen to one of his albums, uh, his album Belief. I can I can listen to uh, what's what's the latest that we pulled Departures Departures. You know, right. we, you know that's a that's another another good one. Um, but uh, John Foreman has. Long before he started, even with publishing EPs, I've I've included "Beautiful Letdown" and "Twenty uh, Four. Mm. Oh, Twenty Four. As as uh, you know, worship songs. They've been part of my worship set for a dozen years. There's some old hymns like "It Is Well with My Soul," um, that one, I, and I can I can lament with that song, mm-hmm. um, and I probably do it like it's a minor because <laughs> 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 that's the way I do it. Um, the uh, one of the songs, um, "Do It Again," is. When I heard that song, you know, it was uh, during that, I think it was during that. Uh, it was about that time period when that came out. Yeah, it was at that staff retreat. And that first time I heard that, I was just like, oh, I need this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I believe you could do it again. Sure. You know, I need you to do it again. And, um, our, you know, our world was just upside down yeah so um jars of clay uh there's a couple of them frail Uh, um and faith enough faith enough is that song will stop me it'll just stop me Whatever I'm doing, if I hear it, hmm. I have to pay attention. Uh, him is good too, but benediction's good. Jen, how about you? Um, I'm like sitting here going through my worship list on Spotify. Uh, so, "Be Thou My Vision," I love that hymn. And there's the version by Ascend the Hill that just. Their whole hymns album is just fantastic. Um, Give Me Faith is an older Elevation song that I think every time I hear it, I just like break down in tears, which, I mean, no surprise. It's a pretty rare occurrence. It never happens. <laughs> I was um, surprised I didn't make you cry in the sermon. That I was mm-hmm. really... Um, what a beautiful name, the acoustic version, like just stripped down. Um, when I was at Echo, I would go in early and I'd pray over every seat. And Ethan, about like as soon as I got about two rows back, he would just play that song. And so by the end of the rows, I was just like bawling. Um, <laughs> and then, um, 
there uh, is a song by David Crowder, The Only You. And I remember yeah, listening. <laughs> I almost mm. didn't say that one because I knew you were going <laughs> to. But mm. I remember living in Frenchtown and like driving home from work late at night and like that song would come on. It would just be on repeat. And by the time I got to the driveway, like, oh, man, that one hits. So, um, yeah. Those are the ones that come to mind. Nice. Yeah. Good nice. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, lift your head where he's center, too. That one. Can't get away from that. Mm. That one's just dope. You can just pretty much throw on the American Prodigal album by by Crowder and like mm, that concert. It's good on the album, but oh man, alive! Literally live. Oh, that's just <laughs> that's some good worship right there. Is what that is. Were you living in Missoula when he came here? No. Oh, but I went to that concert. Well, I went to that tour. I didn't go to Missoula. I saw him in Pasco. And then I saw him six days later down in California. Of course you did. Uh, <laughs> both times I was within 20 feet of him. He's like in Pasco, I met him. It okay. was, uh, but like, yeah, second row down in, in Cali and front row in Pasco. I was he adopted by like, a... Uh, you look really familiar. I had his t-shirt on at the second concert while we were waiting in line. And the guy was like, where'd you get the t-shirt? And I was like, I saw him up in Pasco six days ago. <laughs> I'm not a stalker. You're a stalker. It's a good way to <laughs> look weird. It's fine. Uh, no, that that's just. I mean, that's not. That's a that. Those were concerts where, yeah, you're at a concert, but I wasn't at a concert. I was just, I was chilling and worshiping mm-hmm. with with my well with the flamingo pack that a uh, that I adopted me at Pasco. That was fantastic. It was like a bunch of 50, 60 year old ladies. Yes. Else, and they just adopted me for the for the we we became best friends for for that evening. I don't know why they did they feed you. Uh, no, no, but that, that's uh, they, the best when they feed you. Too. They probably would have. They were all going out. I think they were going out for dinner for one of their birthdays afterwards. And if I didn't just have a long drive back home, I probably could have gone with them. But uh, it was a hoot. It was a hoot. <clears throat> it was a good amazing. time. So uh, I mean, that's that's just some good stuff right there. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk rhythms of worship. So we've talked about about the 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 uh, the material. We've mm-hmm. talked about the actual the tunes, the tunage. Mm-hmm. We've discussed. Yeah. When, when does when does the tunage get applied? Slash what? Uh, obviously, other things like you said, going through the Psalms. Act of worship. I mean, there's a lot of things. We did a funny skit a couple years ago with uh, me and Josh about all the things that could be an act of worship, um, you know. So that obviously can manifest itself in different manner, different ways for different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for you guys, what does rhythm of worship look like? It's kind of interesting because I feel like I'm coming out of a season where I didn't really want to listen to worship music. Mm. 
because of how the last year has been. And I like just today I was like, man, I'm going to put the worship playlist on. And I added a few songs and I sent Logan one for the short list of songs we should play at church. And, um, but it's been a minute, but typically when I listen to worship music, I want to be alone in the car or, you know, I just want to be able to crank it really loud and sing it. Immerse yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Um, it's usually when I'm not in a season where I would rather listen to lamenting sad songs. Um, like, I want to listen to it on the drive to work to get myself ready for the day. Like, um, I found, like, when the girls were younger and we were all having a bad day, as soon as I put worship music on to make dinner, it just mm. got better. Like, I'd put a song I knew they knew, like, Mighty Warrior or something like that, and all of a sudden we're all dancing in the kitchen singing along, and so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. So, yeah. Lots in the car. Nice. For me, um, I try to include worship music most mornings when I'm reading, doing my uh, LTG, my Life Transforming Group reading. And then um, <clears throat> I try to do something a little different on Sabbath. It doesn't always happen, but uh, um, I just... Uh, I want to include worship in in a different way, uh, you know. So, uh, so that's from my weekly rhythm. You know, first thing in the morning when I'm doing my LTG reading Monday through, well, Sunday through Friday, I guess. Uh, since I Sabbath on Saturday, uh, I'm a little more relaxed with it, but I try to include worship more throughout that day mm. I just try to be aware and then if I am driving a long drive and, and I'm by myself I will start off with worship music and I'll be praying during that first hour or two of my drive and that is like if especially if I'm dealing with something significant uh, that is that is a habit that I'm in and uh, and then you know been doing more walking and praying and and if I if I have my AirPods with me then then uh, I'll include worship in that. Um, and then I have different lists. Like I said, I have one big list, and then but there's some albums that are just worshipful for me. Mm-hmm. And I could connect to, you know, in significant ways. Um, if I need to, if I need to pray and I, and it's like a, like it's a lamenting thing and I, and I'm frustrated or I'm irritated or I feel like, <coughs> if I feel like everything's piled up against me, then, then um, I will spend some time in the Psalms. But uh, I I try to, you know, I have, I have a lot of playlists that I like listen. I have an 80s playlist that I could go from here to Seattle and back and not hear the same t- song twice. 
Um, and there's uh, there's some artists that uh, like Pink Floyd. I could I could drive from here to Seattle and back and just listen to Pink Floyd and and uh, and probably not repeat a song. Um, yeah. You know, so there's uh, I'd have to drive a little bit faster, but I could do it. <laughs> they got a lot. Um, you know, so there's certain artists that that I like listen to that are not part of my worship, but but there are I try to carve out mm-hmm. time and and just have that as a part of a, my regular routine, whether it's ten minutes or thirty minutes. You know, it's dip, it's different every day, but. Maybe the most common thing that I tell Siri to do is to shuffle that next playlist that I want because mm. I, I flip between them hmm. all the time. And so it's like, hey, Siri, blah, 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 blah. And That's the command. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Bueller. Bueller. Fantastic. How about you, Logan? Me, uh, mine is uh, random, very random. There's, there's uh, the rhythm is very. Uh, uh, there's probably some patterns. Uh, Sunday morning, when I'm getting ready for church, that's a that's a pretty consistent. I'll either be playing that morning's playlist to help try to remember some of the lyrics, <laughs> hypothetically. Uh, that's that's pretty common, or just whatever I'm been rocking lately. Uh, all I I tend musically I tend to go on binges, um, with stuff. So uh, currently I'm on a, a pipe and drum binge. So a lot of bagpipes and and drums has been occurring in the last couple of days. Um, and then you know. It's transitioning over to a heavy metal binge, I think, next. Uh, so that's that's the next next up. Uh, worship tends to come back in. It'll cycle through stuff. Uh, and it, it's usually a, a song will pop into my head or I'll be working on a chart or something and that sends me off down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. of, of whatever. Uh, when I do... Like when I do LTG reading and stuff like that, I I, I don't do music because I would get distracted and Lord knows I need to focus on Isaiah. Otherwise, I'm gonna not remember anything. Um, it's already it's tough enough as it is. Uh, big fan of Isaiah. I am big mm. fan of Isaiah. That's what I am right now. Uh, super super big fan. Should I speak through gritted teeth again? No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's an aspect, I guess. Uh, other other rhythms of worship, I guess. I, I mean, LTG reading and, and that sort of stuff. I guess I, I would call that a rhythm of worship. Sure, mm-hmm. I, I am engaging with God's text. I'm engaging with God in that time on a on a rhythmic basis. Uh, sometimes more rhythmically than others, depending on the week. Uh, hashtag fail this last week. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of seven, nailed it. Um, 
so uh but for the most part that's a, that's a pretty consistent rhythm i guess and there's some there's some consistency within worship and i i do enjoy putting it on every every so often it's a little different cuz i'm you know that's kind of what i do so that's it's hard to separate like am i am i worshiping or am i just evaluating whether or not this would work for corporate worship or whether or not the song sucks or not mm-hmm. you know it's there's there's two two modes of of logan listening to worship music i guess in that sense so that makes yeah. sense. Uh, there's other there's other times like uh, like on sabbath i don't usually play worship music um because that's i i gotta check out whether we talked about that back in the sabbath series it's too much um, like work yeah it's too much like work uh causes you to yeah Hashtag what when I stumble, because uh, me to screw up my Sabbath. Darn Jesus music. Um, <laughs> but uh, the yeah. So but there's there's other worship. There's other music. I guess that I would use to worship. I guess you could say. Right. Um. You know whether that be an instrumental, uh, you know, a symphony of some sort or. Uh, just basking in the glory of the tonality of whatever artist I'm enjoying. Um, you know, Alice in Chains, great worship music. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Down in a Hole by Alice in Chains could be a lament for a, a like that. Obviously, not one you'd probably use corporately. Like, and that that's a lot of things. There's there's worship music that you'd use corporately, and then there's worship music that you wouldn't use corporately. Yeah. You know, uh, they're there and so a lot of times people uh, that's 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 a fun conversation you get people they're like we should sing this song i love this song it's my favorite i'm like yes i agree it's a great song we can't sing that all together like it doesn't it doesn't jive as a corporate worship tune a lot of times um but that doesn't mean that it's any less worshipful or not a good song like i have plenty of songs that we can't do where I've tried to do it. I'm like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yeah. What? Square peg, round hole? What if I try it again? If I try it again, you guys will enjoy this. No, it doesn't doesn't work like that sometimes. <laughs> so just <laughs> hit it harder. That's uh, you know, prove it by Crowder. That one doesn't really work for a corporate worship tune in, you know. A church that's not all middle schoolers or high schoolers. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. So, <clears throat> time and place, I guess. What was the... Uh, that's the one with the rap interlude. Well, there's a, there's a song from the like 90s where about, you know, it's got a big, big house where we could play football. Audio oh, adrenaline. Audio Adrenaline, yeah. Oh, so. man. That one almost works better as a corporate worship song. That is definitely a youth group song. It's where a you big, just... big house. It's my father's house. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, wrap it up. I guess I already, I already answered this one. But uh, psalm, a psalm that is signed to you. Oh, uh, psalm that is signed. It's been, it's been. Oh, significant. That's what that abbreviation is. Gosh, who who'd abbreviate significant as sign? Period. We would call that a Please. shortcoming, but she made one too many letters. I don't know who you're talking about. Please email us at info at Mission Ridge <laughs> on how you would shorten the word significant. 
It is a significant question. <laughs> oh, I almost made him spit his drink. <laughs> no. No. It is a significant... Uh, Tell you what, that, that abbreviation is significantly wrong. Oh, uh, so a psalm. Jen, what's a psalm that's significant to you? Uh, psalm 27. Oh. Uh, Aight. I mean, I could read the whole thing. I'm just going to read the part that... We believe you could read the whole thing. I don't know. Is this an endurance thing? What are we talking about here? It's a time uh, thing. So... Teach me how to live. Okay, so 2711 is where I'm starting. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Um, and I just feel like... I have gone back to this verse so many times over the last, all of it, but the um, confident of seeing God's goodness is like, just really love that. Because it's not like, okay, I'm going to see God's goodness when I die and go to heaven. It's like, no, in the land of the living right now, I'm going to see God's goodness. Like, um, And mm. then wait patiently for the Lord, be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord, because sometimes it feels like hmm. waiting is hard, rather than taking things into your own hands and just getting them done. <coughs> I'm going to read mine as well, Psalm 119. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Psalm 103, I won't read the whole thing, but bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all of your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. When I, when I, when I first came across that psalm, I needed plenty of iniquities pardoned. I needed a ton of healing. Uh, my life was, I was in a pit. Um, I needed loving kindness and compassion. Uh, honestly, um, I didn't feel like I was a youth, and I was. I felt like an old man. Hmm. And so I needed... I needed this psalm, and uh, I really cherish this psalm. That's really cool. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I mentioned uh, mine, Psalm 42, 43. They, they used to just be one. They split it up, but 42 is... If I was gonna pick one, but I gotta, whatever. They're the same thing. Mm -hmm. They share a chorus, so stop that. Don't try to divide those. Uh, there's, I mean, it, and and it's odd because I mean it is a downer. Um, it's really, <clears throat> uh, you know, it's got this reoccurring phrase. You know, while 
uh, in the NIV, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? I like the ESV actually a little bit better for that phrase. Uh, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, or, no, 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 no. Where is that at? Wrong verse. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Uh, I go through a lot of long, long periods, it seems, uh, since I've been in ministry of just not hearing from God. Mm. Uh, it kind of resonates with, the, was it last week? Uh, or two weeks ago, the, well, do the last thing that God told you to do. It's the, well, I uh, said, go that way. So you're going to keep walking that way. Still? <laughs> All right. I'm not hearing anything, so I guess I'll keep going. Mm-hmm. Still? Yeah. Uh, wh- where'd you go, bro? Uh, so that's, that's kind of fun. Um, but there's also, there's a phrase there. Um, these things I remember as I pour out my soul. Now I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Uh, so like, as it's, as it's this, like you remember as you, as you used to, like you used to lead this throng with you, right? You used to lead people to the house of God. And in those, in those periods where it's like just a desert, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who does worship on occasion, uh, has been known to do such a thing. Um, that's, it, it really just kind of resonates mm. with me of like. I remember when this worked. Mm-hmm. What the heck, dude? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but it's, but e- and even and w- with that psalm, even as it's this uh, this constant refrain of like, D- I'm just not not in a great place. I'm not enjoying this. I'm not appreciating this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's this constant kind of like Psalm 22. Uh, this, I, all right, but I know you're there. Like I know, I know what it can be. I'm not feeling it, but I know what it can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that the end of that. Uh, yet I will praise Him, my Savior and my God. Right, even though this, even though, even though, which is a good, that's a good reminder. So, yeah, right. Taste the stuff right there. That's good. good. And then Tori Kelly just screws it up. You know what's funny is that's the <laughs> as the deer, right? That's yeah. The, so the Marty Nystrom, like, don't even talk to me. You don't like that one either. No, get out of here. Oh man, I have never heard anybody do that one justice. Okay, well, Josh, I, Josh and me worked on that uh, like two years ago now. Three, it was a hot minute ago. Okay. We we did a little little songwriting, and I think I think he kind of did that at a. Some sort of songwriters thing. Mm. He came up with something that was it was decent uh, nice. for just a you know just an experimental like we're gonna take twenty minutes and mess around with this and lyricize it, but uh, good stuff there. I, I don't I don't remember it, but but no, I have never heard a setting of that psalm that I have appreciated. Okay, I'm sure some people like them. I could find something to appreciate out of it if I really wanted to, but I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) I will be stubborn. (laughs) I could find something redemptive musically, just not using of the song. Anyway, 
Well, kids, that's another episode of Footnotes in the Bag. Look at all that footnotey goodness for you. You had no idea this was coming. We we didn't even have like we didn't even have any footnotey goodness. But all that footnotey goodness. How many times can I say it? <laughs> Too many. All right. Well, there you go. So much. Foot- we'll goodness uh, right we'll there. see. Uh, we'll see you back here on Sunday for Easter. Let's resurrection. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen indeed. Something like that. Faux show. Faux show. Oh, he is risen faux show. That's how I'm saying it Sunday. I. Peace. (laughs) You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed. And that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.